Just because it's the new year does not mean you are entitled to improve yourself. Your existence on earth is simply enough. Happy New Year's, everyone, and welcome to my first episode of 2022. Um, so I don't know if you can already tell, but I'm doing this episode on New Year's resolutions, and it's going to be a little bit on that, but uh, a really big thing on my goals of the year that are going to stem into advice, just because I like talking about it and vocalizing them because it makes me kind of reflect on myself and my priorities and how I want to view my life and stuff and myself, but also it can help you guys. And that means I'm just helping myself and others on both ends and it's benefiting all of us. So I like that and that makes me feel really good. So that's kind of what it's going to be about. But first I'm going to start with the stigma around New Year's resolutions. Um, I feel like New Year's kind of forces people to, or gives pressure to people who want, or to people who need to improve. Like, I feel like it kind of forces people to improve, but in a stressful way. I feel like it forces us to feel like we need to constantly improve just because it's a new year. When in general, you can improve whenever you feel the need to or whenever you feel like you're ready to. There's no timeline. There's no due date. It's just simply for when you're ready You're ready, and when you want to level up your existence. I don't know, that's my opinion because no one's asking you to do anything. No one's asking you to like improve yourself. It's just a you thing. Like obviously like we're gonna have better versions of ourselves than we are now but I feel like it's so pressured to need to improve all the time when in general you need to learn how to love who you are right now before you're ready to break down and improve and even then like if you're not ready to improve and you're still learning to love yourself there could be something in your life that has kind of forces you to improve the new year doesn't need the new year and like resolutions aren't something that you need to do just to improve. You are allowed to work on yourself and heal yourself whenever you are ready to and whenever you desire. And I know I feel the need to improve constantly and be the best version of myself and feel better because I often convince myself that I am a bad person. And that I'm not the best version of myself. When in general, I always get compliments about how sweet I am and kind and loving and um, beautiful and everything. And... I think that it just forces us to constantly improve. Now that I got my explanation of how I feel like New Year's resolutions are weird, which I hope made sense, but I want to talk about kind of like where I'm at right now with New Year's and everything like that. So first off, in the first about three hours of 2022, I had a panic attack. <laughs> um... 
Why? I don't know. I was... I felt unsafe, probably. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm going to have a bad 2022. Um, I was so with Jenna. But anyway. Um, it's currently January 3rd, and I came home from New York yesterday. Which isn't always the most fun thing. Leaving Jenna is the most, like, gut-wrenching feeling ever. I hate it so much. Um, but I get to see Jenna in 11 days. <laughs> I barely have to wait two weeks. Which isn't bad at all. But, um... No, it just, it sucks. Usually, like, the, the night and then, like, the morning and, like, some of the day of, like, you know, going back from seeing Jenna kind of sucks. Like, it, genu it genuinely does. Um, it's just kind of, like, the feeling of missing someone. Almost like a grief type thing. And, yeah. Anyway. But I decided that I was going to have a good day today. And I did some of my goals. But I wanted to talk about kind of, like, energy for a second. Stemming off of the stigmatization. Um, I feel like people focus on the bad of themselves which is why they which is why as humans we make goals to be better because little fun fact our brain can't accept the negative so because we can't accept the negative we focus on it and we hyper fixate on it Here's a little analogy. If I told you to not imagine an elephant right now, are you imagining an elephant right now? Trust me, I am too. It's why our brain, if we tell our brain not to do something, our brain can't help but do it because we're putting that in our mind. So for example, if I told you not to be sad right now, your brain's going to focus on being sad. But if I told you to focus on having a good day today and all the joys of having a good day today and you focus on that, your brain can't help but focus on it. Like if I told you, like kind of like, don't be sad. If I told you don't be happy, your brain's just gonna be like, wait, but I want to, but I, I, I wanna be happy. And your brain's gonna do that. Another analogy, if you're skiing, right? And you're going in the glades, like through the trees. If you focus on don't run into a tree, don't run into a tree, all of a sudden you're going to be overwhelmed with the sight of trees. But if it came to focusing only on the path and following through the path, your brain's going to suddenly focus on how big the path is when really it's not. You know what I mean? Your brain wants to focus on whatever you're focusing on. And if that's bad, you're going to have a bad mindset. And... This kind of goes hand in hand with the law of attraction and law of assumption. Is that, for example, me and my mom, whenever we go out shopping or we have to do something in a short amount of time that involves driving, we always assume that everything's going to go smoothly because if we focus that on if there's traffic around us or something like that, it's just gonna, we're just going to be more impatient about it. But if we go out with the intention that everything's going to go smoothly, we're aligning ourselves with the assumption of that it is going to, which means the universe is going to give that back to you, right? Same with like waking up and having a good day. Like for example, today, I laid in bed for about two hours. 
when I woke up because I miss Jenna and I didn't feel like doing school because, you know, it's going into break. It's cloudy out. I was warm. My room was cold. And I was anxious that I wasn't doing anything. But then I finally decided to get up and focused on stuff I can do for myself and focused on how good I can feel after doing that stuff for myself. And all of a sudden, I felt better. And I went downstairs. I felt a little better. I felt a little safe. And I went for a car ride, just a quick one, and I felt better because I assumed that I was going to do that. And I finished my school that I had to do today. And maybe I didn't put in the most effort that I wanted, but it was the amount of effort that I was going to let myself do without beating myself up. And we just got back from break and I'm still a little upset about Jenna and stuff and I want to meet. I want to see them again. Therefore, I took it easy and I'm feeling okay. If I went a little harder and worked a little harder, I think I wouldn't have been as happy as I am now. So I kind of just assumed that like, you know, I'm going to have a good day and I'm going to let myself do what I feel like doing because I still did it and I still did it and got through it and that's normal. And I do that almost every morning that I want, I kind of prioritize my morning routine that because when you wake up, your brain is still kind of adapting and it doesn't really have a mood yet. So therefore a lot of people say to not go on your phone right away, which it's kind of a habit of mine that I want to break for about the first 15 minutes of my day because I, when you get up and you take care of yourself and you do what makes you feel happy and good, you're more likely to have a better day. And even if you wake up feeling off and upset and not as good, you can still wake up and change that. You're allowed to start your day whenever you feel like it's best. You can, for God's sake, you can start your day at 5 p.m. or 5 a.m. It doesn't matter. So... It sounds crazy, but literally, like, the law of assumption of, like, having a good day has changed my life. Like, it's crazy how much a simple mindset and energy shift can change. Because if you align yourself with the energy that you want to receive all day and that you want to have, the universe will simply give it to you as long as you align it. Align yourself. Like, that's why, like, for example, like, hmm, how do I want to say this if you don't understand it? One, two, three, four, guys. Okay, sorry. Um, Okay, so when it comes to crystals, people who think that having crystals, like just carrying around a crystal and expecting it to do all the work for you is stupid. You have to align your energy in order to receive the healing properties, if that makes sense. And that's the same thing as aligning yourself with your manifestations. And I feel like, to me, this sounds really simple because, like, I know what it means, but to other people, it might sound bizarre. But I promise you, like, it's literally, it's literally how it works. Same with the law of attraction. Here's a, here's an easier example. Say, for example, first off, people don't find you attractive because you're genuinely an attractive person. People find you attractive based off your personality and your confidence level. If you're not confident, you're not as appealing to other people. But when you are confident, people find you like an inspiration and more achievable because people find it attractive when people are confident about themselves and how they look. That's how I was. In 
January, confidence level through the roof. And I was attractive. Like looking back at myself in, for example, middle school, I wasn't confident about myself at all. And you can see that. And because I wasn't confident about myself, I wasn't as attractive to myself or other people. But last year, even though I look completely different and a lot younger, I still think I'm attractive because of how confident I was. And honestly, I'm still, sometimes I still, I haven't been as, I haven't been as confident recently, but I want to build that up back up because when I am confident, I am attractive and I think I'm so attractive and I love myself. You know what I mean? So appreciating yourself kind of goes again in hand in hand with improvement. Once you appreciate yourself and you ha- you're confident and feel secure in who you are right now, you are allowed to pr- improve if you'd like to. It's all about your own timeline. It's, you don't have to follow anyone else's timeline other than your own. And I just wanted to let you guys know that. So, therefore, I want to go into 2022 with aligning myself and feeling confident. Like, I think what a big one of my goals was kind of getting myself back because the past couple months I've dealt with anxiety, a lot of it. And it's not the most fun thing, but it's because I don't think I've been focusing on myself as much as I used to. And I haven't taken as much time for myself as much as I used to. And this year, I want to continue to prioritize myself and give myself that love and give myself the confidence in doing stuff that I enjoy. Because when I do, I feel great. And when I do, I feel okay. So I think one of my goals is just kind of like giving myself more love. And that can be so simple. You can just do so many little things for yourself that like help you build up your creativity and how you feel. Like for example, like going on walks. Like that can be a simple self-care thing because you're just moving your body and you're learning to accept yourself for a second. Or taking a shower or a bath. Like it's simple hygiene, but like for example, like baths. Like, that, those help me a lot, actually. I'm not even joking. Like, I feel like people kind of hate them sometimes. But, like, for me, it is the most relaxing thing ever. And it makes me feel okay. And I like that. Um, you know, meditating. I feel like a lot of people don't like meditating because they're like... Cause, but, like, when I sit, the silence brings up stuff that I don't want to feel. And my mind's never quiet. Your mind doesn't have to be quiet. It's the point of meditation is to is to make it quiet. But also the point of meditation is to accept yourself to is to let yourself learn how to be silent by silent by yourself without always having to feel pain. I'm not even joking. So taking time to meditate, even journal and writing down gratitude is another way of self-love and I want to continue to do that. And I want to I want to do that for myself. And that's one of my goals. So, you know, using the law of attraction and the law of assumption every day to shift my energy into a positive way. Because again, when I was talking about how your brain can't really accept negative stuff, it's because when your brain can't accept negative stuff, your brain tends to hyper fixate on it because that's what you're thinking all the time. And that's why people say focus on what's working, focus on what's positive. A lot of people are so pessimistic and so hard on themselves because that's how society is. That's what society taught you. Every, like, I don't, you've probably heard your entire life. Well, yeah, life's not, not that easy. Like, you have to get through it. Life isn't that easy. 
no one said anything was going to be easy, but you can make it as easy as you want. If you view life hard, you're going to make it hard for yourself. If you view like there's so many obstacles in your life, then that's what you're going to keep facing. But once you learn to accept and feel at home where you are right now in the present and continue to focus on what's working, then it'll work for you and then life won't seem as hard. I'm not joking. Being optimistic and positive and changing your energy and shifting it to a positive mindset can be the most invigorating and life-changing thing you could ever do to yourself. I'm not exaggerating. Ever. On that. I'd never exaggerate on that. It's all about energy manipulation. Not in a bad way, in a good way. Literally shifting your energy to how you want to feel no matter if you deal with depression or anxiety, because I deal with both, it can change. It can change because it's a coping skill. And of course you're allowed to feel. Of course you're allowed to be upset sometimes. Sorry if you guys heard that. Of course you can feel. Of course you're allowed to be upset sometimes. But learning to befriend those emotions, which is what I'm stemming off next, is that This year, I also want to learn how to befriend my emotions and how to nurture them. As a person and an individual, I'm very intellectual and all I do is rationalize my feelings. I want to know why I'm feeling it right away and how I can fix it. When in reality, sometimes I just need to let my anxiety pass, which I feel like sometimes it's good that I'm very self-aware of my anxiety and why I'm anxious because then I can learn how to cope with it and not necessarily avoid it, but learn to accept it, which is why I do like trying to determine why I'm anxious when often, sometimes I can't and that's normal. But when it comes to feeling sad, lonely, even happy, I question every single emotion and it sucks for me because I don't let myself feel them. I feel like I need to learn to let myself feel them and not drown in them, but nurture them bring them to the surface and release because once you learn to release and bring your emotions to surface you can learn how to nurture yourself in those emotions which makes you a little less overwhelmed to feel with them because the more you press them down the more scary it is to feel some type of hurt And the more you let yourself drown in them, the harder it is to get better with coping. I'm not joking. So this year, I really want to learn how to befriend my emotions instead of rationalize them. Of course, I want to think think logically sometimes when it comes to my emotions and why I'm feeling that way. But I think the most important thing for me to do as a person is to befriend them and to and to nurture them and know how to take care of myself when I'm feeling this way. Or even if I'm feeling some type of way and I need to talk to someone, I wanna learn how to befriend my emotions and befriend being vulnerable. It's so hard for me to be vulnerable often that I can't talk about my emotions in real life without crying. Because I hate how vulnerable I am, but I'm really sensitive. And sometimes I need people. Yes, it's not promised that everyone's going to stay in your life, but having someone else with you and having someone to talk to is sometimes crucial. We all need people. We can't always just bottle up our emotions to ourselves. We need to let them out. That's why some people have therapists. 
that's why people talk to their friends not that you should use your friends as therapists but talking to people is really essential because there's people out there who care about you there's a lot of people out there who care about you and learning to open up and be vulnerable is actually really crucial for self-development and learning to befriend those emotions I always like to be the person that someone can lean on because I'm not necessarily not necessarily empathetic in the sense that I absorb them but I care and I want people to feel like it's okay because I'm that person that will simply be like I can give you advice here but I also can just not and just listen because if you just ask me to listen I'll just be like okay I'm glad you could vent to me I'm sorry you're feeling that way I'm here if you want any advice and that's that I can simply just do that when it comes to people I care about most sometimes it's hard for me to just ignore that not necessarily ignore it but let it go but I think that's another thing I want to do this year is befriend my emotions because learning to nurture and befriend your emotions is more important than rejecting them because rejecting your emotions don't doesn't do anything for you right and rationalizing your emotions don't doesn't do anything for you either I rationalize emotions my emotions a lot because I always feel like there needs to be some type of reason why I'm feeling this way when sometimes there's not and that's normal Sometimes you just need to let yourself feel because sometimes there's just a lot of stuff that you pack up and you don't face that you might not even know why you're sad and you just need to let it out. And even when you're happy, like guys, don't rationalize when you're happy. Don't expect you to suddenly go downhill and not be happy because it'll happen. Same with relationships. If you go into a relationship thinking that it's not going to end well or it's going to end eventually then you're then that's gonna happen like you're kind of like assuming that's gonna happen which isn't normal like that's not okay because then you're just like oh this is gonna hurt when it this is this relationship is gonna hurt when they break up with me why are you assuming that (laughs) then it's just inevitably gonna happen but if you go into a relationship being like okay i know this is gonna last then it will you know what i mean same with being happy like if you're happy obviously you're gonna have days when you're sad everyone has bad days but a bad day doesn't mean a bad life something that i need to listen to often is that a bad day never ever ever means a bad life nor does a bad week nor does a bad month those never mean a bad life because eventually you will get what you want and you will get what you desire as long as you keep looking for it and this sounds like so cliche but like I'm not even joking like having aligning yourself with positivity is one of the most important things you can do in your life and just learning to befriend your emotions which is why this year I want to work on gaining my confidence again and befriending my emotions and feeling emotionally fulfilled so that was kind of a long rant currently at 19 minutes and 48 seconds through this one segment but it's a long thing but I feel like those two goals kind of go hand in hand. Thank you for bearing with me through that tangent. I hope it made sense. I hope you guys got insight from it, but I want to address how people make their goals because I feel like people don't make smart goals. They just make like bland goals and never achieve them because they're not necessarily measurable. 
they're not specific, and they're not achievable either. <laughs> like, for example, I want to eat healthier and achieve my goal and travel the world. Sometimes traveling the world is not achievable. Um, sometimes saying your goal isn't necessarily achievable. Eating healthier is achievable, but what are you going to do to eat healthier? You know what I mean? So I just feel like sometimes people just don't know how to necessarily make achievable goals. So like, I'm going to give you guys some examples of achievable goals. So like, I have a goal saying that I want to read a book every two months. I am a mood reader and it's hard for me to sit down and read. I do try to read every day, but sometimes I go for weeks for not reading. So reading a book every two months leaves me with reading six books a year, which is extremely achievable for me, depending on the length of the book too. Right now the book I'm reading is extremely short and extremely small, but being able to not have such a big time crunch that might make me anxious about trying to achieve a goal is good for me. So it's measurable, it's specific, it's achievable, it's smart, you know, that. Another goal is I want to go for walks a couple times a week and connect with nature more. Connecting with nature is quite bland, but I want to do that through walking and yoga, which is really achievable for me because I do yoga almost every day. Another goal I set is that I want to stay off my phone for about 15 to 20 minutes every morning or at least not start my day with social media. I want to if I have an alarm, turn off my alarm, check if anyone texted me, reply, and then get up. Like, I genuinely don't really want to be on my phone in the morning as much so that I have more of a clear mind. And I want to continue to prioritize my morning routine. I didn't make that as one of my goals, but it was something, it is something that I sometimes don't like to do when I don't feel like it or like after I come back from Jenna because like I'm upset and I'm, I miss them and stuff like that. But... I want to prioritize not being on my phone, having a clear mind, and starting my day off right. Um, the only other goal I can remember at the moment um, is doing a daily, a monthly tarot spread. Every morning I do do daily tarot pools, but every month I like to do a daily tarot pool, uh, reading on what the month holds for me. Last year I wanted to do it, but I kind of stopped because I forgot about it. But this year I want to continue to do that because I feel like it's really important for me to base and focus my energy somewhere where I so I can continue to grow. Therefore, a lot of my goals are achievable and some of my goals just say like connect with nature more, connect with yourself more, meditate more, which are all kind of just things I do every day because I, ha I track my habits. So I track reading, I track water, I track um, meditation journaling which is another thing is that I want to start journaling every day which not that I already do so I didn't really write it as a goal but I journal and you know whatever so those were big things that I wanted to do to help me continue and grow and prioritize myself and I also wrote notes for the new year so I tend to get caught up in a lot of things when it comes to my anxiety so I tend to get caught up in where I'm at how I'm feeling and everything like that and often due to my anxiety I tend to forget the natural process of healing growth and transformation and 
sometimes I forget that we're going to have negative emotions when it comes to healing and that we're going to not feel the greatest or not feel the best. And often when I feel that way, I feel like I'm going to get bad again and I'm going to spiral, which is never, ever, ever the case. Last year, I was extremely productive and I'm extremely happy and it just got better until March and like May and summer was really good. But then came around August and September, it started to go downhill a little bit and it made me scared because my anxiety was getting worse and it made me scared that I was going to get bad again or that, you know, something was going to happen where I wasn't ever going to feel okay again. And that actually happened one time in November when I got really anxious and it was constant all day, every day and it was frustrating. But it never, ever got super bad. I just got better and I'm doing better. And right now, that is January. I feel fresh. I feel like there's a new start. Everything's going really, really, really well for me right now. And I'm a little, I'm getting a little bored because, you know, I'm in the house. But other than that, I'm honoring transformation and I'm being gentle with myself and I'm honoring growth and healing. And I ended up writing notes to myself about how it's okay to not fully be in one spot when it comes to healing. Like, it's okay because sometimes you need to take two two steps back to take one step forward in healing. And that's often normal. It's very normal to feel like that and for that to happen. Not only that, but... I've kind of reverted back to my old ways of trying to care for people so much. I am becoming so much of an empath that it's getting bad for me. Because the minute someone feels off, I'm so in tune with that. It makes me anxious and me want to do everything in my power to. And I'm not setting, not that I need boundaries for other people. I need boundaries for myself and I need to learn when to take a step back and when to realize it's okay. It's not necessarily, other people's feelings aren't your responsibility. And sometimes that's hard for me to do. But that's why I left notes that you don't always have to take other people's responsibility, other people's feelings into responsibility. You don't always have to constantly be okay when it comes to healing and there's more I just can't remember them at the moment oh I don't always have to constantly be improving I can be at the same spot and be okay with that it's just learning to accept yourself and I feel like learning to be more confident again and accepting myself goes hand in hand with boundaries and learning when to take a step back from trying to heal people Because not only am I healing people, but I'm healing myself. And trying to heal people, but also trying to heal yourself isn't a good combination. Especially if you're healing, but you want to deal with people's feelings more. And I left some notes. So, like, I feel like I do... I like having goals. Because not only do I have goals for the year, but every month I have a little goal. So, like... Mm, for example last month my goal was to finish my book before the end of the year and I did so little stuff like that or 
another goal was to start start getting into my astrology notes a little more and getting into astrology more because I remember last year I would take notes like every night all night about chakras and spirituality and stuff that I drained myself and I had to stop for months I actually haven't picked up since then I've just picked up tarot again but I need to stop that I need to stop taking notes because I'm straining myself. But now I'm ready to get back into it. And I think I'm ready to take that step forward. Um, so that was a little goal of last month, but also a little bit of a goal this month. So I kind of set subtle goals for myself every month to be like, okay, let's do this. And it helps a lot actually, because I set goals based off of my new year's goals to help me achieve the yearly goals. If that makes sense. That was a bit, that was a bit much that I just said, <laughs> but you know, I feel like I make pretty reasonable goals, pretty specific, measurable, and smart goals. And that makes me feel good about myself because I like I like giving myself stuff to do. And my mom always asks me, what do you do in your room? I actually, I tend to lay down a lot, like, and just go on TikTok. But recently, I've actually been filming my podcast bullet journaling for hours on end, journaling for 30 minutes, reading, taking care of myself and doing self-care, tarot. I do a lot (laughs) and I love it. I love doing that and I love taking care of myself and my timer actually just hit 555. Just letting you guys know that, but I do a lot to keep myself occupied because I'm at home. But I also go on walks and I do yoga and I move my body. I do my makeup sometimes. I do TikToks. I have, I just do a lot of stuff to make me feel good because when I do TikToks, I like to dance. Not in a weird way, but like to move my body and it always makes me feel so good after. So I do like doing that. And you know, I talk to people and like from the hours, like about two to four, I FaceTime all my friends and catch up. And it's really lovely, actually. I really do love that we all FaceTime and catch up and you know I have my friends over almost all weekend I'm getting ready for my party I just feel really content right now and I haven't I get anxious here and there recently but I haven't been gut-wrenching to my stomach anxious last time I had a panic attack was what New Year's Eve that night but like it was technically like January 1st but but we don't have to talk about it but it's currently January 6th And I haven't had a panic attack. And not only that, but I'm turning 16 in about two to three weeks, January 20th. I'm so excited. And it's just, I'm really excited. I feel really good. I'm getting a book organizer cart for my, for my room and my books for my birthday. That's what I asked for. And I don't know. I just feel, I feel really good. And I think I'm, I kind of want to reorganize my, um, my dresser. And this weekend, I'm going to clean my room. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent right now, but I just feel like it's good to talk about how it feels to prioritize yourself. Because, like, this stuff seems so mundane to me and so everyday-like, but I do everything with intention. And speaking of which, intention has completely changed my, my perspective on life. I wake up every morning and find something I'm grateful for. And I don't journal it. I just think it in the back of my head. So for example, this morning, I woke up and I saw the sunrise. And I was so grateful that I woke up to that. Because I usually wake up around that time. So it's like golden hour out. And it's beautiful to me. I was so grateful that I saw that. 
and I was just like yes like that's what I look forward to and when I saw that I was like you know what today's gonna be a good day and I just do everything with intention I recognize how the state of mind I'm in and how I'm feeling and see if I can do anything to better it and I feel like taking being really present in the moment is so important in order to heal and get better because when you recognize how you're feeling right now it'll prepare you for the future I feel like we're always too caught up in the past or too caught up in the future and we never take time to actually acknowledge how we feel in the present right now and I don't know I just feel I feel like 2022 is going to be good and I'm excited and right now a lot of stuff is good for me and it's just the matter of fact of working and healing myself and doing what makes me feel best so yeah so lastly to wrap this episode up because I think I talked a lot about new year's resolutions and kind of advice especially in that long 20 minute segment (laughs) um and I also just realized that I end every segment with like so yeah like I'm so sorry that's probably so annoying oh my god um but there's one more thing I want to talk about and that is my podcast and where it's going right now it took off and it was a really good hit off but I feel like on my end I'm not promoting it enough and I want to work on that more but if I only promote it and no one else promotes it that doesn't do me any good so again if you guys could please promote my podcast for me that would be an actual lifesaver and mean a whole lot to me so I'm going to start promoting it more and everything like that um, which I feel like is good to start off to start off the new year because that's kind of the topic of this podcast but I want you guys to promote that for me and to share my podcast to everyone because I want everyone to be able to have a voice because I'm telling you guys like if this promotes I will answer questions people ask that's why I have Q&A's like for example like today I like I want you guys to leave like Q&A's on whatever I uh, on anything I talked about or your new year's resolutions and I'll like I'll bounce off of that like I can like I will gladly bounce off your guys's ideas so if you use those Q&A's to your advantage it can create a whole entire new window for you guys and for me to be able to get new insight on from you guys but also answer questions because I love answering questions trust me I go like full in depth in them I love answering questions um so therefore that's what I wanted to talk about is that I really would appreciate if you guys could share this on your platforms because if you do that would help me so much um anyway I just want to end off with you know sharing but also I hope that you guys have such an amazing new year and that you learn to prioritize yourselves and that and that you set reasonable goals for yourself don't set goals that are too out of whack because that's going to make you feel stressed and you feel like you can't achieve it and that can make you feel not good enough and can lead you to negative thinking condition or like negative thinking conditioning sorry um so i hope you guys have such a good new year 
please use the Q&A to your guys' advantage. Like, please, I'm begging you guys to. Please use it. And um, what I want you guys to leave in the Q&A is any comments you have from my insights or advice that I gave and your guys' goals for the new year or even questions about my goals or your goals or the new year. So I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in this week. Please share. It would mean the entire world to me. So I love you guys. New episode out every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Promise this time is 10 a.m. Eastern time. So I love you guys so much. Have such a wonderful day.